Hello and welcome to the tenth episode of the Athleticast. It is March thirty first, and I am your co-host Gary. And I'm your other co-host Brady. All right, and uh, sorry for the delay yesterday. No video, but uh, our internet was really active, so we're just gonna give this one out to you as fast as possible, and let's just jump into it. Uh, first. Per usual, we're going to start off with NFL news. And the Houston Texans have opened negotiations with offensive tackle Laramie Tunzel on a multi-year extension. Tunzel was traded to the team from the Dolphins last season and helped the Texans to a playoff appearance. The Texans reportedly offered him $18.5 million annually, and he reportedly asked for a lot more, as the source Hmm. put it. Next story. The NFL owners have officially ratified the new 14-team playoff today. If that were in place last season, the Packers and Chiefs would not have had a first-round bye, and instead the Packers would have played the Rams, and the Chiefs would have probably destroyed my Steelers. And next news, the Buccaneers have finally revealed that Tom Brady will indeed wear number 12 in Tampa with wide receiver Chris Godwin to switch to 14. I think there's no better way to welcome a teammate to a new team than to give him your number. So to Chris Godwin, classy move. All right. Is that it? The Cleveland. Nope. We got three more. Got a lot of NFL news over two days. Um, The Cleveland Browns have signed former Atlanta Falcons defensive end Adrian Claiborne to a two-year deal. The financials have yet to be revealed on that deal. And one of the playoff games added to the NFL calendar this year will be simulcast on Nickelodeon to a younger audience. Before you get too mad, this will accompany the CBS broadcast. So you laugh after an interception. And final story of NFL. It's Yannick Ngakwe, defensive end of the Jaguars, birthday today. And it's flying with controversy. He's asked on social media if they could speed up the trade after they franchise tagged him. And I believe it's known by both parties that there's not going to get a a long-term deal done. So he just wants to get traded for his birthday wish. Got to respect it. And now do it with uh, NFL news. Well, uh, throughout that a little bit, you cut out a little bit. But, I mean, we're just going to have to deal with it. And that's the only thing we really can do. Because I, I, you got most of the stuff. It should kind of piece together, uh, whatever. But mm-hmm. keep going on. Same old, same old. Keep going with what we're normally doing. We'll move on to the NBA here. KD, our uh, ESPN's headlining this. Hopefully we don't get copyright strike for that. But uh, KD is leading the field in the NBA 2K tourney on ESPN right now. I mean, that's pretty impressive. That's what he's been doing as he was hurt, right? Yep. You got a lot of time to spend uh, if you tear your Achilles. He's had a lot of downtime. You're right. He really did. Uh, no symptoms for Lakers players after two weeks of quarantine. And China delays restart of basketball. Do you have anything? Awkward silence. All right. So oh, you're cutting out. Yeah, I'm. Pretty sure. So, do you have anything for the NBA? I do not. Oh. Uh, but I, if that's all, uh, we can move on to college football. And the 
Power Five conferences are reportedly seeking another year of eligibility for their athletes who did not complete their seasons, such as basketball, men and women's, and spring sports. As a Michigan State fan, it could mean Cassius Winston, if he chooses to, could return and make another March Madness run, which I would love to see, along with a lot of other schools who would like their seniors to come back. Right, but also that would uh, uh, take a lot of money away, possibly. So, yeah. hard decision. All right, and I'll do it for college football. Do you have any college football? Nothing college football, but I'll move on to the MLB. All right. Uh, Orioles is Davis expected to return to spring form. Uh, A's minor league manager on ventilator because of the stuff that's going on right now. Dr. Andrews temporarily, temporarily suspends Tommy John surgery. So all the Tommy John surgery we've been talking about, not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And right. MLB to pay minor leaguers weekly until May 31st, which is huge. Yeah. I have one piece of MLB news, and that's that the Chicago Cubs, their staff members, have tested positive for the virus, which, again, it's kind of sad that all the news in sports, really, in baseball and hockey is regarding coronavirus, but, hey, you're going to get what you're going to get, I guess. You're right. I mean, that's what our world's living through right now. Mm -hmm. Just keep moving on. Go to PGA. I have one... uh, thing of pga new here news here and it's a question to you you know how there's tiger versus phil part one right so do you think tiger and phil should make a part two um i think it'll be a big draw with no sports being around i think any sequel will be very highly demanded of the masses so i think that personally I'm not much of a golf guy myself, but I do understand that a lot of the nation has a, a obsession with golf, really. And I would probably have Tiger winning that matchup, just to wrap it up. Right. Uh, I do, too. He's playing pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. So what do we have? Oh, we have college basketball. Yep. You, let's have you start out first on that. All right. Uh, in declaration news, Arizona State point guard, junior, uh, Will Remy Martin has declared for the NBA draft. Rumors were that he was to finish second in Pac-12 Conference of the Year behind Peyton Pritchard, guard out of Oregon. And Martin averaged 19.1 points per game, four assists, and three rebounds per game. And next, Pac-12 Freshman of the Year, Zeke Naji, center out of Arizona, declaring for the 2020 NBA Draft. The seven-footer averaged 16.1 points and 8.6 rebounds per game, which is kind of underwhelming for a seven-footer, to be honest. And final news, um, this was yesterday's news. I'm not sure if they have concluded. But ESPN is in the finals for their greatest college basketball player ever of all time. And the finals are between two seed Michael Jordan out of North Carolina. And I believe it was a three seed Larry Bird out of Indiana State. Uh, Brady, who do you have winning that match? Jordan all the way. Not a doubt in my mind, Jordan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A goat of college basketball and a goat of NBA, I guess people are saying. 
right and goat of minor league baseball. All right, I'll- uh, <laughs> um, I have a little bit left on uh, uh, basketball. Uh, West Illinois hires Rob Jetter as men's head coach, and Joe Scott returning as head coach of Air Force, and that's it for college basketball. All right. And uh, I have one piece of NHL news, and that is that Tyler Madden has inked a three-year deal with the Los Angeles Kings. And the former, he was a former sophomore at Northwestern, but after he basically the season got ended, he signed with the team. Oh, pretty good. Yep. So, and then uh. I have UFC news and world news. Oh, yeah, I'll so say that I'll first. cover UFC. Okay, and uh, UFC 249 is still set to take place, but without its title fight between Khabib Nurmagomedov and Tony Ferguson, this is due to Khabib being stuck in Russia, who have closed their borders, no one in and no one out, and that has no way to transport him to the arena in the United Arab Emirates for the fight. And this is the fifth time the fight has been canceled to many fans' dismay. Pretty sad. Pretty sad. Especially five times. It's like the fight is cursed or something. Yeah. And why? I mean, it's their fault. Stop rescheduling it. You just gave us all coronavirus. So. Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. And uh, final piece of news before we jump in our top 10. Uh, is world news, and the Tokyo Olympic Games have released their uh, rescheduled date, and that is July 23rd to August 8th in 2021. And this comes after the International Olympic Committee, or the IOC, announced the suspension of the Games due to COVID. Mm, yeah. And now do it with the, your daily news. Okay, so now we move on to our, I guess, almost daily now top 10, right? Mm-hmm. So we have our top 10. Uh, best current and still playing quarterbacks out of the NFL. Yep. So, um, all right. So, you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. At number 10, I have the man, the myth, the legend, Tom Brady. All right. Um, 2019 regular season stats out of this is 16 games. Uh, he had 4,057 pass yards, uh, 24. Uh, passing t- uh, passing touchdowns, eight interceptions, uh, whopping 34 rushing yards, uh, three <laughs> rushes to touchdown, and he only had one fumble, which is really surprising. I mean, yeah, he's getting old, <laughs> but still, I still have him in the top 10 on my list. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's Tom Brady. You can't have him not there. So what's your number 10? All right. At uh, number 10, I have Josh Allen from the Buffalo Bills. And Josh Allen arguably has top three arm strength in the league right now. He makes 60-yard throws in the air to receivers look easy and effortless. I also believe that the Bills will win the AFC East now that the GOAT player and GOAT coach have been separated in the Patriots. Also, Stephon Diggs being added to the offense makes the opponent's defense have nightmares. And for that reason, he's starting off my list. I like it. I like it. At number nine for me, I have the man, Matthew Stafford, out of Detroit. I mean, one of the lone bright spots on an otherwise dreadful squad, as we all know. 
Stafford played like a top five quarterback before micro fractures or whatever it yeah. was in his back. Um, so I put him in the list. I mean, he's a decent quarterback. He's definitely getting paid like a decent quarterback. Um, before he got hurt, which he had eight games, he threw for nearly 2,500 passing yards. Um, he only had a few interceptions. He had a few fumbles. Uh, also a whopping mm-hmm. 66 rushing yards as well. You know, that's amazing. But mm-hmm. that's why I have him at my number nine. Yeah, um, I believe that Matthew Stafford has a potential to be a top 10 quarterback in this league. But over the years, he's he's very injury prone. He's gotten injured every year. So I think if you factor that into it, I didn't have him on my list. But I guess you had yours at nine. So it's not that bad. Okay. And uh, moving on to number nine, I have Deshaun Watson from the Houston Texans. And Deshaun Watson played outstanding last season. He threw for 3,800 yards and 27 touchdowns. And they also had a playoff appearance and a playoff win against the Buffalo Bills in the wild card. However, the reason I have him a little low on the list is, one, the amount of talent at the quarterback position currently. And two, the Texans trade away DeAndre Hopkins for a bag of chips and an club membership card. <laughs> so he'll have to prove how good he is standalone next season. Man, that was a good one. Thank you. <laughs> Number eight for me, I have the man out of Michigan State, Kirk Cousins. Um, if okay. you look past, you know, the divisional round dud that he was, um, I think his his season was pretty good uh, out of 15 games. Yeah. I was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. 3,603 passing yards, which is pretty high. He had six yep. interceptions, three fumbles, uh, not a lot of rushing yards. So not a throwing quarterback, but that high passing yeah. yards um, or decently high passing yards is why I have him at number eight. All right. At number eight, I have Mr. Drew Brees from the New Orleans mm. Saints. And Drew Brees was playing incredible last year before injuring his thumb on his throwing arm and missing five weeks. Luckily, Due to Teddy Bridgewater's undefeated stint at starting quarterback, uh, basically bailing him out, the Saints made it to the playoffs. If Brees had played a whole season, I believe the Saints could have made a playoff run because their team chemistry probably would have been a lot better, and they could have probably made it past the Vikings. That's why I have him at eight. Number seven for me, I have the man out of Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. Um, As much as I'd like to say he's had another down year, he really, uh, I mean, he's 36 years old. Uh, he's getting up there pretty old now. He barely passed over 4,000, uh, just not in a bad spot, but he had 4,002 passing yards, which is really impressive. Okay. I would say 100%. Mm-hmm. And he had four fumbles or four fumbles and four interceptions to 4,000 passing yards. And even though that he is old, I still think he's at that number seven yeah. spot because he is, um, I would say like a MVP, you know, quarterback with that with the passing yards. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we move on, uh, you cut out at the worst possible time, and I missed the guy's name. Who do you have at number? I seven? had Aaron Rodgers. All right, that that was clear this time. And uh, at number seven, I have Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers. Ooh, and uh, Aaron Rodgers definitely did take a dip from two seasons ago. 
However, I believe that's due to new head coach Matt LaFleur's new system, who incorporated the run game into their offense. And you can see Aaron Jones' 1,000-yard season, and Jamal Williams was no slouch as a backup. They no longer trust Aaron to single-handedly win them the game, and he shouldn't have to. But he still can if that's the only option, and for that I have him at my number seven spot. Yeah, I understand. You, I mean, you probably know me enough to know if I say you're going to hate me for this number six spot. Um, Okay. Who do you think it is? I'm going to ask. If you're going to hate me, I'm guessing it's my hometown, or sorry, my favorite quarterback. No. Did you put Ben Roethlisberger on No, I didn't. Not at all. But you're going to hate my pick here, and my number six pick is the man, Ryan Tannehill. Number six. He had 12 games. Uh, His 70% completion rate. He had 2,700 passing yards. Uh, from an off-season castaway to a comeback player of the year, the 31-year-old passer spent 2019 oh, yeah. rewriting his uh, narrative at the NFL yeah. with his mesmerizing 13-game running or uh, 13-game streak with the Titans. I mean, this man's yeah. got to get paid, and I think he really, really showed it, especially with uh, with the brute force at running back they had there uh, with the Titans as well. Yeah. So that's why I have him at my number six, even though you might hate it. Yeah. Again, you cut out at Tannehill, or uh, you cut out at the name, but when you said uh, the 13-game streak with comeback player of the year, I was like, all right, I can piece this together. Yeah, it's Ryan. And uh, I don't really – I like his story, but I don't think he's top ten, mostly because he just got paid over $100 million to hand the ball off to Derek Henry. He did. Uh, You're right. He did. Yeah, but uh, at number six, I have Kirky Boy, Kirky Cousins from uh, Minnesota Vikings. And I think people need to put respect on Kirk's name. He played arguably like a top 10 quarterback last season, and no one seems to acknowledge that. He led his team to the playoffs and beat the three-seeded Saints. He did. Factor. But I think he definitely. Uh-huh, we got cut off. Woohoo. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. We got we got cut off again. Yeah, we are definitely still having problems with uh cutting out. Uh when did uh when did uh you lose me? I this? lost you about halfway through Kirk Cousins, I think. Was it Kirk Cousins? All right. Uh- then I'll just wrap up Kirk Cousins. He's at number six. I think so. We can we can keep going here. Should we just go down to number five? I think the next really be I love internet. I love it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I see why he's at that number six spot, and I'm sure I'm cutting out again for you. But I'm going to go to my number five. Uh, number five, Deshaun Watson. You hear that? Okay. I mean, Watson had a few little kind of good spots there in the 2019 season. Wasn't his great performing season for him, though. 
Uh, he wasn't like red hot like he's been in some previous years. But he definitely is an all-star quarterback, and he's an aw- he has an awesome Superman impression. So, you know, that's why he's at number five. Be there? Hello? Oh. There, Garrett. Hey guys, we cut it out again. This is three times, which is awesome. Uh, you probably couldn't hear him a lot during that, but it's okay. I'm going to finish out my top five. I just got done with Deshaun Watson at number five. Um, I'm going to go down for me. I have uh, Drew Brees at number four. I mean, Drew Brees, he had 74.3% completion for passes, nearly 3,000 passing yards in only 11 games, which is pretty impressive for a quarterback that's getting a lot older. I mean, with his broken thumb and all the stuff that's happened with him and having the Teddy Bridgewater situation and Teddy Bridgewater coming and holding up the Saints, I think he's still one of the elite quarterbacks, even uh, Drew Brees or whatever. And uh, that's why I have Drew Brees at number four. Let's see. Uh, let me check one second. Garrett just texted me. Yeah, I was just texting him there for a second. I have number three, uh, Russell Wilson out of off the Seahawks. I mean, no doubt Russell Wilson is good. Uh, he's definitely a good quarterback. I mean, he had he's sixty six percent completion rate, over four thousand passing yards. Though, I mean, MV he probably was an MVP front runner most of the season. His second half wasn't as impressive as his first, but he still carried the team, uh, beat up Seahawks, uh, to a pretty good winning season. Not like great like they've had, but you know it's okay. I'm just texting Garrett here. Uh, my number two is Lamar Jackson. For him rushing 1,206 yards and passing 3,000 yards, there's no doubt in my mind he's at that number two spot. You guys might know my number one spot by now because you probably I haven't said it. He had six interse- or six interceptions, only two fumbles, which is pretty decent. Uh he was predicted to win the MVP a long way back before the season started, and he definitely showed that he should have been the MVP. I mean, uh, that's definitely super impressive. But that's why I have him at my number two. And for my number one, I have the man, the myth, the legends, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, 14 games, 65% completion, or 4,000. Yards passing. Ooh, he's having four thousand yards passing. Uh, let's see, five interceptions, two fumbles. Not bad. I mean, Super Bowl champion Patrick Mahomes. He's not that old. If you had anyone, though, that wasn't Patrick Mahomes, that definitely. I mean, so he's the Super Bowl MVP as well. To put an exclamation point on it, which is also super impressive. Uh, but that's that's about it for me 
it's hard to say it without Garrett and Garrett's input, but Garrett just sent me his top his top five. So I'm gonna start I'm gonna do it top five here. Top five for Garrett, he has Tom Brady. Tom Brady was not hundred percent last season. The Patriots didn't get first round by for the first time in ten years. And Tom looked deflated against the Titans in the wild card. However, Tom Brady threw for over four thousand yards and two hundred or twenty four touchdowns. Uh and wow, 24 touchdowns throwing to Edelman and no other notable wide receivers or tight ends. He was throwing to scrubs and still was responsible for 4,000 yards. Plus, Brady's on a new team this year with the best offense he has ever had in his career. With two 1,000 yard res- plus yard wide receivers, um, we should give a benefit to him. Number four, he has Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has divided the news lately over his franchise tag situation. He wants the big, he wants a big bucks, thirty-seven million or more annually. That's a lot of money a year. This is garnered criticism for social media, but people have to remember Dak Prescott. A has been playing on a fourth-round rookie year deal, which pays him $3 million annually. And I know us, normal folk, that's definitely a good good enough money, but Dak has not played up to to um, a first-rounder talent since he's been starting. He threw 100 yards off, to, off of 5,000 yards last season and had 30 touchdowns. And first-rounders get paid $14 million annually. So the guy wants to get paid what he's worth. And by those stats, he deserves it. Sorry, Garrett, if I'm botching your whole paragraphs, but it's okay. Number three, Russell Wilson, an example of a quarterback that can run well. Uh, Kyler Murray, Michael Vick, and Marcus Mariota are examples of running quarterbacks, which basically means that you can't trust them to make a big throw because they're not accurate and can only superhumanly run. Understand? You understand that? Great. Russell Wilson was basically the first example of a quarterback that could run, running a four-five-five second forty at the combine setting, or at the combine coming out of Wisconsin. He finished second in MVP voting last season, only behind the man Lamar Jackson. He has carried his team since the departure of uh, the wow. Legend of Boom and Beast Mode. If you can carry your team to the playoffs consecutively, that earns you a high place on my list. Mine too, Garrett. Isn't that cool? Number two, he has Lamar Jackson. I mean, come on. The guy is reigning MVP for crying out loud. He the lead or he leads the league in passing touchdowns and was second in passing yards. His ability to scramble is said to be greater than Michael Vick, which is no easy feat. And, oh yeah, he's 23 years old, which is younger than Joe Burrow, if you hadn't realized that that, that's really crazy. That's really crazy. He has led his team to the playoffs and AFC North championships both of his years in the league so far, although... It kills me as you get the steel as a Steelers fan. You got to recognize this kid is special, and his number one is Patrick Mahomes the second. Patrick Mahomes took the NFL by storm when he started 
his full his first full season and threw fifty touchdowns, and and led and led his team to an AFC championship, where an encroachment penalty cost him the ticket to the Super Bowl. The season was no different. Besides him missing three games due to a knee injury, which doctors would have taken six weeks to heal, which is extremely impressive. Our doctors said that. He led his team to a Super Bowl, and they won. His passing ability and him being able to drop the ball into very tight windows to Tariq Hill, Travis Kelsey, and the other star wideouts makes him the top of the list. So that's what Garrett had in his top five. Our top three were exactly the same. And uh, that's, I guess, going to finish it up for today's episode. And I we're just still trying to figure out stuff. It's really bad that it's not working. But, I mean, you got to understand it's just how it's going to go. So that's all I have to say on that. I'm going to try to piece this stuff together. Hopefully it works. Uh, we're just trying to get content out to you guys. Um, that's our main goal. So... You guys have a good day if you're attempting to listen to this, you know, morning, afternoon, or evening. Have a good time then, and I hope you guys just have a good next few days. Uh, I guarantee we'll still have stuff going up, but we'll figure out these issues, and the world will be all fine here coming up soon, and that's all I have to say. That's me signing off. Bye-bye.